1: The Pac 12 seems to be eyeing expansion while its future media rights deal is still yet to be determined. It is Friday, February 17th. This is the College Football Daily. I am Lance Glenn. Since USC and UCLA announced that they will be heading to the Big Ten, Pac 12 Commissioner George Kliavkov has seemed hard at work, first, keeping the other 10 members, and second, bringing in two new programs to fill the departing spots. At the same time, Kliavkov is in the process of negotiating a media rights deal for the conference, trying to raise their revenues even as their Two biggest money makers head out. A lot going on out west, so much uncertainty, so much. To discuss and joining me to break down Pac 12 expansion and to try and help make sense of what is going on surrounding the Media Rights Deal is Jason Shear, the publisher of 24-7 Sports Wildcat Authority.com, covering Arizona Athletics. Jason, how are you doing, man? Thanks so much for coming on, giving me some time. Doing well. Thanks for having me. So let's start with the expansion aspect of what's going on in the Pac 12. George Klyavkov was recently spotted at an SMU basketball game. It was reported he spoke with San Diego State back in December. We know Pac 12 presidents Met and approved Klyavkov to proceed with the next step in this membership process. So, first off, what are your thoughts on the decision to pursue these two schools? Do you think this is the correct course of action by the conference when it comes to expanding and getting to twelve members in twenty twenty four and beyond?
0: Yeah, I, I don't know if the Pac twelve really has a choice. Uh, I mean, it, from from what I understand, um, the the best way or, or the way that George thinks that the Pac twelve will be able to secure rights and get the money that he believes they deserve. is is by adding schools. And and when you take a look at the schools, you know, that that Pac-12 would be able to add. I think San Diego State is a lock. You know, I, I think when you compare their with their geography and and the fact that they're becoming a, a research institution and all that, they're an easy addition. And then it gets a little bit iffy on some schools, and so you're going to see a lot of debate. And um, SMU, it, it goes back to their academics and the academics being important for the Pac-12. And you know, they're they're pretty much selling the rest of the conference on the fact that look, they SMU may not be here where we want it to be now. But if they join the Pac-12 athletically, they'll be better and and they'll reach that next level. So me personally, uh, I think San Diego State is is obvious. I'm a little iffy on on SMU, but um, for the overall strategy, when you compare those two schools to to other possibilities, it it makes sense.
1: Yeah, and I think we agree there, right? Because San Diego State, like you said, is a lock. They make so much sense to join the Pac-12, to get that market. SMU, look, it has Dallas with it too. It allows you to obviously expand further east. To try and you know add to the conference footprint, so to speak. But for SMU, like that's really it, right? Because there there are other schools I think that make a lot more sense than SMU geographically. Obviously, a school like a Boise State, a school like a, a Fresno State. I think just if the Pac-12, which right now is frankly the last conference that makes sense geographically, if they want to stay that way, then obviously those schools would make a lot more sense than SMU. So I get the San Diego State. Add if that does come to fruition. I understand where they're going with SMU, but I do think there are other options that they can pursue. I'm really just curious what you think as to as to SMU and as to whether or not the Pac-12 is making the right decision and going after them instead of a Boise State or a Fresno State, or maybe bringing in a Gonzaga in basketball like Notre Dame is with the ACC.
0: I personally don't think SMU is the right choice. Um, you know, I would be very aggressive, like you mentioned, Gonzaga with basketball. I would look at UNLV, which necessarily, you know, isn't a big market, but you know that there's room for growth there. You know, it's a it's an increasing market. I I think SMU is kind of just limited. And again, I get it. They're going to, you know, the factual argument would be academics, research institution, you know, booster money and that. But in terms of geography. You know fresno state is in a very solid market may not be that great athletically but the market is definitely there um UNLV, like i mentioned but you know if on the pack 12 gonzaga is the choice for basketball because if not i'm worried the big 12 makes that move and all of a sudden you're looking at a basketball conference that's just ridiculous and, and your mark said um yesterday even or a couple days ago that he wants to start looking to monetize basketball more. Well, adding Gonzaga um, would monetize basketball, and all of a sudden the Pac-12 loses USC and UCLA for basketball, doesn't really have many teams beyond Arizona and, let's say, Oregon. You know, adding Gonzaga for basketball would would be a big deal for that conference.
1: Yeah, and I mean, if they don't add Gonzaga, there was even discussions months ago or reports, at least, or rumors months ago that the Big East could be a conference that could target Gonzaga, and look, obviously, the Big East – its name is East. It has very much ventured out West with, you know, teams like Creighton, DePaul, obviously too. So I'm sure they wouldn't hesitate uh, because they were a basketball-only conference to go after a team even further out West in Gonzaga and really make the Big East a coast-to-coast basketball conference, I guess you could say. Uh, but yeah, the SMU one just, just doesn't do it for me. Again, San Diego State makes a lot of sense. SMU, I do think as we've been talking about there are other options that they could go that would make more sense than them you know as we look long term let's say hypothetically SMU and San Diego State do join the conference is this it for the Pac12 or do you think Or do you anticipate, I guess I should ask, further movement, whether that's movement joining the conference or other teams that are currently in the conference, like in Arizona, Arizona State, Oregon, Washington, looking at this and saying, you know what, we probably should start to look to leave.
0: It's all about the money. Uh, I mean, you know, the Pac-12 adds SMU and San Diego State and there's not enough money there. You know, they're still at twenty seven million dollars you know, it, it's not going to make a difference that SMU and San Diego state are in there. You're going to see other schools look around and, and the longer it takes to secure the financials is where we're at, you know, and obviously expansion is great and they may vote on expansion before the financials, just because that's what George is telling them is the best route. But at the end of the day, it's it's money. And, and if those schools don't get the money that they believe they deserve, or that makes it worth staying, um, you're going to see schools look around and, and you know, continue to look around. And and the longer this goes, um, the the riskier it gets for the Pac-12.
1: We're going to talk about those financials and the future media rights deal for the Pac-12. When we come back, keep it locked in. You're listening to the College Football Daily. Back here on the College Football Daily, Lance Glenn joined alongside by Jason Shear, the publisher of 24-7 Sports, WildcatAuthority.com, covering Arizona athletics. So, Jason, we just talked about Pac-12 expansion and the likely scenario, at this point at least, of SMU and San Diego State joining the conference. But something just as big that will help determine the conference's future is a new media rights deal on Wednesday Brett McMurphy tweeted that CBS and Turner are no longer involved. Fox is also out. At this point, is it just easier to ask you who's still in. I mean, at least as things stand right now, it doesn't look, for for a novice like me, it doesn't look great for the conference's new media rights deal that these big networks are already dropping out. So being on the West Coast, what can you tell us about the current rumblings surrounding this future media rights deal?
0: I mean, it it feels like it's all on ESPN and Amazon. And you know, there's rumors about how involved those two are and what they're offering as well. But those are pretty much the only two that we've heard are consistently in it. And and there's rumors lately of a third party, maybe being Apple and Apple being involved. But what we do know or what we think we know is that it's going to be heavy streaming. No matter what the new deal is, it's going to be mostly streaming ESPN will probably be involved because they need to fill certain, um you know, packages late at night and all that, but nobody thinks that they're going to come in strong with the heavy offer and, and, They're not because if they did, it would have already been signed. So Amazon and ESPN are are the two that are involved. We just don't know necessarily, you know, what those numbers look like. We know they're probably not great because if they were then, then this deal would be over already.
1: Yeah. And and the PAC 12, Presidents, the board released a statement a few days ago, essentially promoting their unity as well as saying they remain confident in the future in this new media rights deal that it's going to happen soon. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Do you buy it? Do you, do you buy this from the from the board or are they just kind of right now trying to put out an inevitable fire that hasn't yet started?
0: Yeah, there is a lot of bad PR. Right. In the past early this week. And then and I think the, the Pac-12 basically said, look, we'll, we'll come out with a statement and see if we can get people to back off a little bit because there are reports of internal strife and schools not being happy and all that. And, you know, the other reports were like, OK, the Big 12 wants Pac-12 schools. But now the latest reports are that the Pac-12 internally presidents are getting upset. And that, that looks worse than anything because now you're starting to see some cracks. And so I think what happened is they released a statement. I don't believe it at all. I never really believed the statements, but we're unified. We're close and all that. And look, if they are, we'll, we'll find out soon enough. But again, the, you know, the, the longer this takes the less those type of statements and the confidence and all that means.
1: And, and you brought up Amazon and I was actually reading your your Twitter timeline before we hopped on and you mentioned Amazon and tonnage, right? And, and how they don't necessarily want that, how they might just want the biggest game. But why would the Pac-12 give up the biggest game? Because they'd probably want to, to kind of spread that around. Why would they want to give up a USC, UCLA for as long as they're in the conference or in Oregon, Washington, whatever that biggest game might be. So let's say it is an Amazon. Let's say that they are one of the major players. I mean, what does a future media rights deal even look like with them? Because if it's not a big game, I mean, I I can't expect the money to be that large if the reports and the rumors are true based on what we're hearing
0: people got to understand like espn amazon apple they're not paying a lot of money just because they have it (laughs) like it's not like you know oh they want the pac-12 we're gonna overpay for it that those days are gone they maybe existed once but you got to keep in mind also like the nba is their contract is running out um wwe is up for sale and 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 there's you know ufcs are are available and so there's so many other entities that are involved now that you're not going to see in amazon just throw money at the pac-12 and so the Pac-12 eventually is going to have to make the decision do they take less money and hope that Amazon shows more of their games or do they hold out and see what they can get done for a little bit more money Amazon's not overpaying, and then the question is you know why would Amazon have any interest in say SMU versus Oregon State it's just it doesn't I mean it's not going to want to show that game even with the NFL it's a game of the week and so um, you know I, I would be really surprised if the Amazon you know offer went beyond like, look, let's take the best teams in your conference. We want those games. We want the Pac twelve title game. And that's and that's what we're looking at. I, I just I don't see them saying we're going to take the majority of your games and show it on Amazon.
1: Yeah, I I agree 100%. Like you said, and no offense to an SMU or an Oregon State, but right. you know they're not USC, UCLA. They're not Oregon, Washington. They want the big games. They're not just going to take any game because it's a Pac-12 game. Earlier in the offseason, or it might have been right after, uh, no, it was earlier in the offseason because it was right when when Deion Sanders was hired. I think uh, George Klyavkov said that he believes a hire like that Uh, could add money to a potential media rights deal, right? Just having his presence there, uh, having the coaches that they do in the Pac-12 right now. Do you think Deion Sanders, Coach Prime, does he add that much, if at all, to a media race. I mean, people are going to be interested to see what Colorado does, but like how much money does it really add?
0: Yeah, I think it's great for Colorado. It adds to their visibility and and all that. It has no impact on the Pac-12 as a whole. I mean, it's just, you're not saying like, oh, we're going to make $5 million more per school because Deion Sanders is a coach. It just, it doesn't work that way. It it was kind of a silly statement when it came out. It'll help Colorado in terms of visibility and, and gaining fans and all that but it's not moving the needle for these networks.
1: So Jason, I'll get you out of here on this one. You obviously cover Arizona on a daily basis. And of course, back when USC and UCLA first moved to the Big Ten or was first announced that they will be moving to the Big Ten, there was talk of Arizona, among others, to the Big 12. Now, months after, what do you see as the future of Arizona athletics when it comes to conference affiliation long-term?
0: You know, it, it's re- it's really tough to predict because you don't know what school presidents are, are going to do. And, and that, those are the guys making the decisions. The best I can say is the money right now is not there. And eventually these schools, you know, if the money's not there, let's say mid-April. I've heard mid-April kind of after the NCAA tournament is how long George Kolokov has to to raise the money. If he can't show schools the money's there, if they don't have the media rights deal, I think the Pac-12 becomes in, in deep, deep trouble. And, you know, maybe the ACC goes and reaches out to an Oregon and a Washington and say, look, you know, we, we at least can offer steady ground. And I don't think Arizona leaves. I'm confident saying Arizona won't leave on its own. The conference will kind of have to fall apart a little bit for Arizona to leave. It's just that right now in February, there's no deal that is going to get these schools to stay on. And I think the longer this goes, you know, you get, you're getting within, in a couple of months, it'll be a year until the contract ends with no end in sight. And a commission that said, look, you know, this deal was supposed to be done months ago. And so if the money's not there, it's not magically showing up. I think you'll see schools start to get a little jumpy. And when that happens, you know, if that happens, I think Arizona probably winds up in the big Twelve.
1: Yeah, even though the conference is promoting unity and promoting strength in their statements, there is obviously still a lot of uncertainty surrounding the Pac-12 Jason Shear of WildcatAuthority.com a lot to unpack with the Pac-12, tons of moving parts. Jason, thanks so much for helping us sort it all out. You can follow him on Twitter at Jason Shear and make sure to check out WildcatAuthority.com for the best Arizona athletics coverage as well. Remember to give us a 5-star rating and a review too on Apple Podcasts and head on over to the 24-7 Sports YouTube channel and hit that subscribe button. So for Jason Cheer. I am Lance Glenn. Thanks so much for listening to the College Football Daily.